1: I'm very excited right now about Ukraine because very suffering, there is there is hope and there is there is God. So that's what's happening with Ukraine. And the war is started and we started to run what we call love projects.
0: Welcome to Real Faith. Conversations about the impact faith has on our lives and the challenges we go through, helping us today and giving us hope for tomorrow. That's Real People, Real Life, and Real Faith with Eric Scatabow. Well, today we have
2: part two of my conversation with a good friend of my wife and I, Gabby Hoytinger, who's originally from Hungary and has been called by God to minister to gypsies in Hungary and neighboring countries. These gypsies are also known as the Roma people. Now, as this conversation was recorded, Gabby had just come back from doing ministry work in Ukraine. Last time, we heard how she became a Christian and eventually came to Australia after she was married. Then, she and her husband were sent as missionaries to her home country of Hungary. But while she was doing the work she loved, her life was turned upside down when her marriage broke up. And that's where we'll pick it up today as I continue my conversation with Gabby Hoidinger in our Melbourne studios. Here you are doing what you love, what you felt you were called to do. Yeah. Ministry to the gypsies and street yeah. people. And your husband left you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, that was like having the rug pulled out from underneath you. Yeah,
1: exactly. And were you devastated? Yeah, I was. I was. It was very hard. Mm-hmm. And it was a very dark place, but... Usually, I say to the people around me, or if I disciple people, that uh, I miss that time, and it's so strange, you know. You You suffer, yeah. I sometimes I miss that time, and not because the suffering part of it, but that closeness, what I have experienced with Jesus. Mm. Oh, at that that time, yeah,
2: when you were in the depths of despair, yeah. You were the closest to the Lord. That's what you're saying?
1: Yes. He walked me through to the valley of death. And I met him in a very special way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he was and he is so real Mm -hmm. in my life. And I could get to know him uh, much closer and better.
2: And that was a very special time. So now at that time… Yeah. You're devastated. The rug's been pulled out underneath you. You could have said this is not what I signed up for. I'm out of here. I'm not going to do any ministry. You could have turned your back on the Lord. Yeah. For that matter. Yeah. But yet you're saying instead you got closer to the Lord yeah. than ever before. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. went to him with your pain and anguish. Yeah. But did you want to continue in ministry or what did you want to do? I should say that eventually you came back to Australia. Yeah, right? I,
1: it was it was in Australia. So it happened in Australia. And uh, actually, I never thought that I gave up. But ministry is such a – so I started to understand the ministry is not kind of what you are doing, but more like who you are. Hmm. and
2: that's, that's a profound point. Ministry isn't what you're doing. It's who you are.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. And the privilege was that, uh, you know, my identity is, is became so strong in God and mm. not what I am doing. Mm-hmm. Because, because that's if what I learned.
2: Yeah, because if your identity was in being a missionary, and now you couldn't be a missionary anymore, you would have lost your identity. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. And sometimes maybe that's the... Problem that uh, our identity is in what we are doing, hmm.
2: and rather than rather than who we are, and a child of God is who you are.
1: Yeah, the child of and God. And that's never going to change. Yeah,
2: no matter what happens. Yeah, no yes. matter what tragedy comes into your life. Yeah, you'll always be a child of God. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's your identity. Exactly. And so God healed me, mm-hmm. and He called me back to do. Practical ministry mm-hmm. to the same people, the gypsy people who to are go to, love it. Yeah, to go back to Hungary. Yeah, back to back to Budapest, Budapest, and have a have a vision for DMM in Eastern Europe. Um, what does that mean? It means you know Hungary, Romania, Ukraine. As all I all the countries, all that the have countries Gypsies. The Hungarian-speaking gypsies,
2: yeah. Right, so you can do ministry in all those countries where they've spread out into.
1: Yes, exactly, because it's, it's part of European Union, so mm-hmm. I can travel very freely into these countries because I'm Hungarian. So I'm sent out as a missionary of mm-hmm. my church, and also my mission agency
2: is, is is supported me to do this work. So you get back into… Doing ministry, yeah, closer to God than ever before, older and wiser. But do you think, having gone through all of that, that you are better, better able to minister to people?
1: Um. Yeah, I think to able to go through this, uh, it made me more viable to God mm-hmm. what God is wants to do, and also for people I could be an encouragement mm-hmm. or I could um, be maybe uh, an example yeah I think it's yeah it's helpful mm-hmm. helpful to to go through and come out mm-hmm. and so if i I could do everybody could do mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So before we began to record, you said that uh, the life of Joseph is uh, yeah. a person that you look to for encouragement. Now, yeah. if we look back in the Bible, the life of Joseph, he had dreams of glory. Matter of fact, because he shared these dreams with his brothers, that that's what got him in trouble, right? Cause yeah. Because they... they uh, were sick of him always kind of bragging about stuff, and they eventually threw him into a pit and abandoned him. But he thought the future was all gonna be rosy and great, because he had this vision, and he had this dream. Yeah, And kind of, you know, when you think about becoming a missionary, you know, we have rosy ideas of, oh, everybody's just gonna accept Jesus as their savior, and everybody's just gonna come to the Lord, and it's all gonna be great. But it doesn't work out that way sometimes, Sometimes life throws you curves. Sometimes the rug is pulled out from underneath you. And that's what happened to Joseph. Suddenly, he has these high expectations and he finds himself in jail, being persecuted. Is that somebody who you can identify with and relate to? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, so as I see his uh, story, that he's he's got the vision from God, he's got the dream, but because he was he was young and child, he did not really understood that the the vision is not about him to have glory or or to be glorified but is actually God's vision for a nation and so until we we think that whatever we got a vision or dreams or ministry or calling from God we think that that's about us mm. that we 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 find ourselves in the and in the prison and in... in Sometimes literally and sometimes metaphorically. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But then through the way, again, we have opportunity as I had to learn and to grow into... That understand that is, is not about me. Ministry is not about me. It's about God. Mm -hmm. And as we understand, we could, we could actually serve a nation. We could help a nation to, to come out from their famine or other stuff. So lots of time we suffering is our friend. Mm. to teach us uh, well, we how don't, to...
2: Well, we don't want to look at it that way, but sometimes it is.
1: Yeah, but mm. but you know, the verse says, even he was the son of God, he had to go through oh, suffering. Yep. Yeah, yep. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Suffering to learn to obey. Mm. So it's it's a learning pattern. And I think when we suffer and we could remember of that, then we wouldn't feel we would have a you know a hope hmm. to have advantage of that uh time
2: so while you're going through the valley of the shadow of death like psalm 23 yeah. tells us yeah. that you can be comforted to know that even though this really stinks at yeah. the time yeah but it is for a greater good as far as helping you grow and mature and get closer to god than you possibly ever had been before
1: yeah yeah
2: so now let's go back to the wonderful things you're doing now. You've gotten through that valley. Yeah. What are you excited about now as part of your ministry to the gypsies in Hungary? Yeah. And other countries.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm very excited right now about Ukraine, what happened there. So
2: we... Even we, though it's a war-torn country at the moment as yeah. we're recording this? Yes. You're excited exactly. about it? So, yeah. Why?
1: Yeah. Because, again... It's the same same thing, you know, While the very suffering, suffering mm-hmm. there is there is hope and mm. there, is, there is God. And people need hope, of yeah. course, in the midst and people of the need trauma. Hope. So that's what's happening with Ukraine. And the war started and we started to run with a lot of support from Australia, Australian mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and uh, the, my mission agency, you know financial support to able to uh, help and run we we did run what we called love projects and so through that as i mentioned before we build a relationship a trusting relationship and now people start to move back to ukraine and we have a lot of uh invitations a lot of friends and even with a couple of main leaders, we had a, a very solid relationship. So we visited uh, Ukraine in the last couple of months mm-hmm. like four times, mm-hmm. and we did the baptism and feeding people, and we fed orphans, and we tried to figure out and pray how can we more involved in mm-hmm. this. But the thing is that uh, through those leaders, we start to run a year training mm-hmm. for their leaders. And so, in Ukraine? Every, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. In Ukraine. Yeah. So, we're talking about 35 60 leaders.
2: Oh, so they can lead other people to the Exactly. Lord. So, exactly. you might lead. You're, you're only yep. there for a short. A couple days at a time.
1: Exactly. But if you train
2: them, your ministry and you're part of that, that's so then they can go on and on and train others. And are people coming to the Lord?
1: Yeah. And also people to be trained to be a worker Mm -hmm. in the harvest, Mm -hmm. as as Jesus told us, you Mm -hmm. know. Pray for the workers, not for the harvest, but pray for workers for oh, the harvest. Mm-hmm. So we 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 train the leaders, and the leaders can train the workers of harvest. Mm-hmm. We are talking about thousand and thousand people wow. through the sixty leaders. Mm-hmm. So s- some of the leaders in in the slums of ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's amazing. That's that's really exciting thing. And so we're going to start in November uh, for a year. Mm. We're traveling and back and,
2: yeah. Our guest today is once again Gabby Hoeninger, who's been called by God to minister to gypsies in Hungary and neighboring countries. These gypsies are also known as the Roma people. We'll hear more of Gabby's story and more about Gabby's ministry work when we return right here
0: on Real Faith. The Word for Today is Australia's most widely read daily devotional designed to give you practical teaching to keep you focused on your relationship with Jesus. Read it online or subscribe to the free printed edition at thewordfortoday.com.au You're listening to Real Faith, conversations with real people about how God works in their lives. If you want to know more about integrating faith into your life, our website is realfaith.org.au. Just go to the website and you'll find helpful articles about the impact faith can have on your life. Once again, that's realfaith.org.au.
2: Welcome back. I'm Eric Scadro, and our guest today is once again, Gabby Hoytinger, who's originally from Hungary, and has been called by God to minister to gypsies in Hungary, otherwise known as the Roma people. As we've been hearing, Gabby has been doing some exciting ministry work, especially in Ukraine. Now here's more of my conversation with Gabby. So it sounds like you're not doing all this ministry by yourself, you're working with others, is that right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. For example, I have a co-worker who became a full-time worker mm-hmm. in Hungary. They were already he, a Christian. Yeah, his name is, is Gergő. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started to disciple him and then coach him how to coach others and how to lead others. And so Gergő is a, a fantastic young man. Uh, he has a family. And a daughter, and on the way, uh, an other girl. But he's doing amazing. So he he just started to have a vision in his area where he's living. That's we talking about um, Hungary, mm-hmm. and he has a vision for his county. That's uh, Fayer County. And then as he was praying, you know, God, please show me how and where can I reach, you know, uh, gypsy people or lead me to a person of peace. Mm -hmm. And he was so keen to work also in his region. And then one time he was talking with the village Mm mayor and asking him, you know, do you have uh, people who need help or we can we can read the Bible together or if they struggle to have food or something, gypsies mm-hmm. in, in this uh, country. And he said, yeah, 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 we just had actually a group of people to come from Ukraine and we are oh, the people op- who fled
2: the war yeah fled yeah. the war yeah.
1: so we accommodate them mm-hmm. into a college so they live in a college some of them they they find work but mm-hmm. not really and i think they would they would love to have some support but also and then gergo told him would you think that they would be happy to reading bibles together and I said, "Yeah, yeah." And he became so excited. The village this was me.
2: Oh, yeah, the village mayor the was vi- excited about them reading the Bible. Exactly. Wow.
1: And he showed Gergő a short video on his phone that was an older Gypsy lady was reading the Bible for the kids in that. I was college. reading the Bible
2: to the kids. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So he said, "You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They are." christians they had believers they would love to have you so oh so Gergen- these people
2: that were there as refugees from ukraine yes. were christians
1: yes uh not half of them actually okay.
2: were christians
1: and there is a pastor too mm-hmm. so from a small village from a small church
2: mm-hmm.
1: and but it, it was a mixed mm-hmm. group okay. of people yeah
2: but they were receptive to learning the bible
1: yeah, I mean, they didn't do it. The grandma just did with the children. Mm, yeah. And so Gergő visited them and asked them if they w- w- want to read the Bible. And they were extremely hungry and open and ready. So we read the Bible to use the Discovery Bible study. Uh, that through the Discovery Bible study, we hoping uh, to to plant a church as mm-hmm. they we we use bookmarks what we what we made with uh, gypsy people and discovery questions and it's a very powerful tool anyway so Gergo went and there was uh, like a twelve men and a couple of women and that's the grandma and the kids and now since nine since two three months. Uh, Gergo go, goes to regularly, and they they reading the Bible every week. They already been baptized. One person who received the Lord mm-hmm. through that group, yeah. And so they started to think about, and Gergo is coaching them how to take a discovery Bible study to their villages back mm-hmm.
2: home. Wow! So that's the whole idea you ground them in the Word, help them be strong Christians, and then they can go back. Yes. Because they're only temporarily in Hungary. Exactly. So if they go back to Ukraine, they can share the good news of Jesus and teach the Bible to people back in their hometowns in Ukraine. Yeah. So then, hopefully, it will just repeat and on and on and so forth. Yeah,
1: that's multiply. So that's the aim to Mm -hmm. see the multiplication
2: of disciples. And it sounds like with the trauma of the war, more and more people are open to spiritual
1: yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that's
2: exciting. You're, you're a part of that.
1: Yeah, it is. It is exciting. Very exciting. And uh, you know when people are talking about the war and they really said, I... You know, in my heart I'm so happy not because some people suffer mm-hmm. because of the war, yeah. But because the the opportunities mm-hmm. what the war brought to us mm-hmm. so breakthrough we could get into Ukraine and we could train leaders to be a disciple mm-hmm. makers so they can train others. So hopefully we can see the disciple making movement kicks mm-hmm. off in Ukraine through
2: the Hungarian gypsies. So something very positive coming out of a yeah. very unpositive, yeah. devastating yeah. situation with the, the trauma of the war that's yeah. over there. Any last comments you'd like to say about your life journey? I mean, it looked like you kind of had a rosy picture of life as a missionary, what it was going to be. And then, uh, yeah, as we've said repeatedly, the rug was pulled out from underneath you, and then you could have walked away but you've persevered and the Lord has helped you overcome some of the challenges And yeah. now you're seeing the fruit yeah of being in ministry
1: yes exactly and still have you know challenges and hardships and yeah they never
2: go away they, they never <laughs> go away yeah.
1: and and luckily we have the opportunity to, to grow every mm-hmm. day yeah. so it's it's a life lifelong, Learning
2: mm-hmm. and walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ministry isn't always about success. Yeah. You're going to have challenges too. Yeah. Is that, is yeah. that your point?
1: It's about faithfulness mm. and obedience to God. So whatever is happening, we can remain faithful and obedience to God. That's, uh, as mm-hmm. I see, that's yeah. our ministry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true that's success. That's my success. Yeah.
2: Yes, that's true success. Yeah. Not just you know, thousands yeah, of people yeah. and yeah, able big to do attendance some and big churches Huge and ministry and or yeah, something.
1: Yeah. yeah, if God's And, and you're meeting all over
2: the place and you're invited yeah. to be on radio programs and stuff. Yeah. while well, you're still on a radio program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Gabby, for sharing your story.
1: Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to be able to share.
2: Our guest today has been Gabby Hoeninger, who's a good friend of my wife and I, who we hadn't seen for about 10 years because she's been doing ministry work in Hungary. And it was great to hear how God led her through the dark days of her marriage breaking up and how she's returned to ministry with a closer relationship with God than ever before. To find out more information about the ministry she's involved in, you can go to the website praxis.org. Praxis is spelled P-R-A-X-E-I-S. That's P-R-A-X-E-I-S praxis.org. While you're on that website, scroll down to the Eastern Europe section to learn more about the type of work that Gabby's involved in. Well, thank you so much for joining us for Gabby Heidinger's Story. And until next time, so long and God bless.
0: been listening to real faith and if you have any questions or comments you can send us a message through our website realfaith.org.au that's realfaith.org.au thanks for listening and we invite you to join us again next time for more conversations about God working in the lives of people who put their faith and trust in him that's real people real life and real faith